sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The- Nero, and uh, welcome once again to uh, our fantastic, wonderful podcast. And I hope that, first of all, I want you to subscribe. I want you to like, and I want you to share this because we've got a whole bunch of great topics to talk about today, and also a lovely co-host today. I don't normally say that about Jeremy. Dawn. I know you don't. Uh, this Thank is you. Dawn Denham from uh, Leadership Northern Kentucky filling in because Jeremy's behind the behind whole technology. The today, yeah. That's right. So uh, we've got a, a huge lineup of guests today. A plethora of subjects as well. We do. We do. This is great. Um, So first, we're going to talk with Katrina Bowman-Thomas, who is uh, the Executive Director of the Northern Kentucky Community Action Commission. We're excited to talk with her. Everybody in Northern Kentucky and the the country really is talking about election (laughs) results right now. So the Chamber's VP of uh, Public Affairs, Kristen Baldwin, will be back with us to talk about that. And then Trita Preston, who is a life and business coach, she is our speaker next week at the Women's Initiative Professional Series. We're going to hear from her. And then we have two people from uh, People Working Cooperatively, uh, Randy Camp and Ron Henline. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear about some great programming we're going to have going on. So. Excellent. But we're going to kick things off, as we said, with Katrina Bowman-Thomas from NKCAC. And thank you, first of all, Katrina, for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. All right. Tell us, first of all, about what the Northern Kentucky Community Action Commission does. Sure. At Northern Kentucky Community Action, we work with families and individuals, communities, really to help them to thrive. We usually see individuals come to us in a crisis-type situation. Um, Maybe they they can't pay their electric bill or they're Mm -hmm. facing eviction. And we help them to deal with that crisis. But Mm -hmm. then we work with the family to say, okay, where do you want to go from here? How can we help you to develop a long-term plan so you won't be back in this situation? Right, right. Mm -hmm. So that it's a whole lot to manage. I mean, everything from Head Start to to senior issues. Exactly. Um, Will you tell us a little bit about your leadership style? That's How many employees do you have and how, how do you like to lead? Yes. Well, we have 155 employees. Wow. So, um, as you said, across, you know, 15, 16 different programs and across eight counties. And so I think for me, my leadership style, when I think about it, is really transformational. I really try to look at, you know, what are our outcomes and how can we push the envelope to try new things, to be innovative, to reach new outcomes, to reach new in- to reach new people. And I really work with my, my staff. I really try to see what their skills are and then push them to be their best. You've mentioned it, but uh, it's not an individual that comes to uh, the NKCAC. It, it's a fa- it's a family, and so exactly. you guys have a holistic approach uh, to dealing with them. Can you explain that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So, like you said, it's a family, and mm-hmm. so we have to impact the parents. We have to impact the children, and so we look at every gamut of their life: what's happening educationally, what's happening financially, and then we sort of pair all of our programs together. So we may have a child that's in our Head Start program. The parent may live in Lincoln Grant. We might give them a scholarship so the parent can go back to school. So we couple all of our programs together to make sure we're providing those safety nets around the entire family. Right. The collaboration is so important. So you mm-hmm. mentioned Lincoln Grant Scholar House. Yes. I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit more about that. Shelly Baker was in the leadership class yes, last year. Yes. I learned all about We toured. It's so amazing. Will you, will you tell our listeners a little bit more Definitely. about that? Definitely. We love Lincoln Grant Scholar House. Um, actually, it was a school. It was a historically black school that we renovated into 45 apartments for single parents. So everybody that lives there, they're actually going back to school. And what we've been able to do is really wrap around services. So we're not only working with that parent to get them through their educational success to their goals, but also working with their children to make sure that they stay on track, too. And we've seen just phenomenal success there. Um, 88% of the families that came to us were actually in a home 
homeless situation. And once they get there and they get established, we've seen four people that actually have gotten their, their bachelor's degree, 10 that have gotten their associate's degree. So many of them just have been successful. We have one single mom. She has four kids. She's in law school with a 4.0 wow. grade average. <laughs> no, so wow. it's, it has been phenomenal. Um, you have been are recognized as a leader in the community. You just gave the keynote at the NAACP Freedom Gala. Ah, yeah, that had to yes, be exciting it for really you. Was, so, it was. And, but this is you know one of the things that Northern Kentucky is known for is we like to think that we're still the South, so we're a little bit welcoming. Yes. What? How can you kind of help uh, other businesses become more welcoming to I, others? Definitely. I think that when we think about welcoming, I really think about um, diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And when you look at um, uh, Forbes magazine, they just did a recent study that said that businesses that are inclusive, they have a 19% better bottom line. So we know that when you're inclusive and when you are welcoming, it's good for your bottom line. So I think for businesses really just to take a hard look at their leadership do you see diversity in your leadership? And if you don't, then challenge yourself to really to really set some ambitious goals. And one thing we hear is, oh, well, I don't see anybody. There's no one here. We can't find diversity. But look in those non-management roles. How mm -hmm. can you grow people within your company? And then they're going to be the best advocates. They're going to be the ones that really welcome and open that environment of diversity and inclusion. Right, right. So um, you mentioned at the beginning emergency services, and I'm thinking about, you know, the nasty weather today. Oh, can yeah. you tell us a little bit about those emergency services that you offer sure. and how people can find out how to get those services? Definitely, yes. Right now we are in what we call our LIHEAP season, so it's Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. So it helps people with their gas and electric bills, and if you have a disconnect notice, they can go to our website and they mm -hmm. can schedule an appointment. It's www.nkcac.org. And um, our, we have a new monthly question. So you're, you're the first up to get this question. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, and this is a good one. The question is, what is one small business you can't live without? Libby's. Yeah. I yeah. cannot <laughs> live without Libby's. Their shrimp and grits is delicious. It's right behind where we work. So I go there all the time. Perfect. <laughs> Very good answer. Love that answer. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Katrina. We yes. appreciate all the good work you guys are doing Thank over there. Thank you so much for having me. We Thanks. appreciate it. Uh, we've got much more coming your way, too. Stay with us. We've got headlines. We're going to be talking about the election here coming up from uh, the, really this making national news right here in our hometown. So stick with us for the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at cvgairport.com. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, and we are talking elections. Kristen, I feel like you should be a permanent <laughs> co-host. It's been like three straight weeks. Uh, Kristen Baldwin, the Vice President of Public Affairs and Communications here at the Chamber. I mean, I don't even need to say much more than election. It is a huge, <laughs> huge week here. Absolutely. Tuesday was a big day. Uh, I felt like it was Christmas at my house. Election bet, day, yeah. we've been uh, gearing up for it. Um, kind of leading the headlines here, um, Attorney General Andy Bashir, out of 1.4 million votes cast on Tuesday, he is leading by 5,000 votes. At this point, Governor Bevan has requested a re-canvas, so we are going through the process to make sure and confirming all of those um, those votes and those elections are finalized. But at this point, um, 
they're going to do a re-canvas. We'll see what comes out next week, where that goes. But at this point, all things are moving towards Andy Bashir has won the election and will become our next governor. And a lot of that was due to not just turnout, but the way Northern Kentucky voted this time around. Yeah, the Chamber's been leading in that effort to try to get out the vote. Our VoteNKY.com um, effort for Get Out the Vote definitely proved to be uh, successful. We saw double-digit increases. We saw you know anywhere from 12 to 13 percent increases in, um, in voter turnout from four years ago. So very excited about that. It's amazing. It is. And then Kenton and Campbell County mm -hmm. went blue for the first time in quite a while. Actually, um, Kenton and Campbell County actually voted for Andy Bashir's father, Governor mm -hmm. Steve Bashir, mm -hmm. in 2007 and 2011. So those trends are not too far off um, for them going blue. Uh, they had voted for Bashir before. Two times before. Uh, so even though, again, at this point we assume that uh, Andy mm -hmm. Bashir will be the next governor, Republicans, though, won all the other down ticket races. Yep, out of all the other constitutional officers that were there, they swept everything. Attorney General, Treasurer, Secretary of State, Auditor, and um, and Agriculture Commissioner. And then Daniel Cameron uh, was the first African-American ever elected directly to a statewide office That's right. as well. One cool thing I do want to mention a little bit, that this has not been talked about a lot, is about the age of these yeah. elected officials. Yes. All of them through, coming through. I actually went to school with two of them that are <laughs> that won on Tuesday night. Um, the youngest is 33, our Attorney General coming in is 33 years old and then um, the oldest is our auditor uh, is 53 years old so in between 33 and 53 it's a pretty young yeah. um young slate of elected officials sure. very excited about that that's wonderful and then in the special election for the uh, 63rd house district which has a couple of little northern kentucky cities there kim banta comes out on top of that's there. right a former retired uh principal at dixie heights mm -hmm. and former superintendent of kenton, Cam kenton uh, county will become the next uh, state uh, uh, representative mm -hmm. from Northern Kentucky. She actually will be seated next week. Okay. She'll be sworn in next week to take over Excellent. the 63rd district. And again, still, you know, this is probably the next couple <laughs> of weeks we'll still be talking about this uh, as the rest of the nation is as well. Kristen, thank you very much. And thank you for everyone for voting. On Absolutely. Yes. It's great to see. I actually stood in the line for the first time in quite a while. It was nice. It was a nice. trend. It's a good trend. One of the other big headlines that happened this week was the was the change downtown to the big arena. Yes. Yeah, so what we all know, well, originally it's the Coliseum mm -hmm. when I was really young. And yeah. the U.S. Bank Arena is now the Heritage bank center and there's not really a lot more to tell there was talk about maybe it being tore down mm -hmm. lots of renovations obviously are needed but what we do know is in april share is coming that's it that so was their first big announcement get your tickets now for share i love that they changed the name in the morning and then tool played there in the <laughs> afternoon <laughs> Perfect. so there you go the sign is up so it's official yep. um and some sad news uh coming out of northern kentucky as well former uh, or longtime Dayton and former holmes athletic uh athletic director stan steidel passed away and anyone familiar with high school sports he cre essentially founded the All-A Classic, which started as basketball and then just kind of evolved into so many other high school sports. And it gave those little guys a chance, you yeah. know, um, in a state that, you know, everybody plays for the same state title. So he has been, I mean, every school has been tweeting or, or sending some sort of uh, condolences. He yeah. uh, He's known statewide, really, for putting kids first, putting those student athletes first. Yes, very sad news this week. Um, and, and really great news, mm -hmm. um, Bexion Pharmaceuticals that we've talked about on the podcast multiple times, um, you know, they're in this amazing human clinical trial process right now for um, their cancer drug that they created. They have, they've accomplished another milestone we needed almost to bring on, um, bring on Ray, Dr. Ray, to talk with us <laughs> a little bit more to explain it all. But it's a long and tedious and cumbersome process, as it should be, sure. to get that FDA approval. And so they've accomplished another milestone. 
um, in that with moving forward with the FDA. So that's great news. I mean, right here in Covington, so many great things going on in Northern Kentucky. And I think that's probably one of those that we can be the most proud of it's what Effexion is doing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of Covington, if you've been driving around, walking around, I know a lot of people commented on it at Blink. You, you might see these. They're called Read Ready Covington signs. So they're right. letters with pictures, like if it's a P, you might see a pizza and it says what it is, um, all over the city. And the whole idea is just to get kids looking at words, reading words, younger and younger. Um, and so the signs are like piecemealed all over, but at the C Forward building, you can see all of them in one fell swoop. The whole alphabet is out mm -hmm. there and it'll be, uh, the new mural will be dedicated or celebrated tomorrow. And you've been uh, looking up about more about Read Ready Covington. Yes, yeah, so it's actually um, an early literacy initiative of the city of Covington. Um, and, you know, it's connecting many partners together. Mm -hmm. But just what a cool thing to sort of incorporate art and the murals into early literacy in that it's way. Just I cool love looking. it. It is. It's very cool. And the key here is it, it's going to help them with kindergarten readiness and then third grade reading, which is a really, it's odd, but if you are on grade level at third grade, you have a much higher chance of graduating. That's right. And that doesn't seem like, you're like, wait a minute, that's a long way off. But no, that's exactly what it is. And that's what Covington's trying to Well, just like with anything else in life, if you fall behind, it's just that's hard exactly to catch right. up, right? It is. Uh, speaking of catching up, we need to get caught up on the day's events on what I like to call Jeremy's Chamber Roundup. <laughs> there he is. You think, I, you know, I, I wasn't going to be on the show, but because I'm back here by the technology, but of course, I'm on the show. <laughs> um, but uh, we had a bunch of ribbon cuttings. Imagine that. It's another week with a bunch of ribbon cuttings. Um, AT&T Live Mobile in Crescent Springs opened up. Uh, Comfort Inn Suites in uh, Wilder, they uh, had a big ribbon cutting, and they actually let uh, chamber members stay that night if they wanted to for free. It was kind of interesting. Um, then we had another mm -hmm. Panera open up in Cold Spring. Um, Drew, our sales guy, former uh, all-time leading scorer of NKU. He uh, was the big entertainment there, so that was really cool. Um, we also have a bunch of events coming up next week. Um, we have the top 10 mistakes business owners make in taxes session and estate planning um, session, and that's uh, Bill Hesch. He's been doing it for years. It's always really well attended, and you can learn a lot about the death and taxes, as he likes to say. Um, also, the Women's Initiative uh, Fall Professional Series is coming up, and it's leading from the future. And Tarita's here. She's going to be talking about that in the mm -hmm. next few minutes. Um, and then also, coming up on the 19th, so this is two weeks away, is an Eggs and Issues uh, Regional Economic Outlook. That's a huge thing that everyone always comes to, so make sure that you make plans to attend those. Excellent. Jeremy, thank you. And uh, you got to remind me, are we going to commercial here? Yeah, we're going to go to commercial. Okay, that sounds good. We're going to go to commercial, but stick with us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. And joining us now is Tarita Preston, who is a life and business coach, the curated coach. And as Jeremy just mentioned, uh, the Women's Initiative Professional Series is coming up next week. And your topic that you're going to be talking about is leading from the future, Tarita. Yes. Tell us it. about that. Well, um, I noticed that a lot of leaders want to plan for the future. They want to anticipate. And usually when they're doing that, they're coming from a place of fear, mm. uncertainty. They mm -hmm. want to plan against what could happen. Mm -hmm. And they have a hard time being with what is. Mm. So for me, leading from the future is, if you were there already, how would you be being? How would you be leading? How would you be showing up? How would you be inspiring and empowering people? So that's what we're going to be doing in the session. That's fantastic. So be because I work at the chamber, I have a little bit of insight into your content next week, which is great. So we can ask you some very Please specific yeah. um, questions around what you're going to talk about. So you're going to talk with the group next week, and by late is the 14th. You can register on the chamber's website, nkychamber slash events. 
Um, you're going to talk about empowering leaders. Yes. Tell us what an empowering leader is. Some, so to me, leadership is inspiration. It's who are you pouring into? Who are you inspiring? Who are you um, bringing life into, right? A lot of us actually suck the life out of things. Mm -hmm. We know, we can name so many people who say, I don't feel comfortable talking to my boss, right? Mm -hmm. That's very common. Right. And now I'm interested, okay, how is that boss showing up? What atmosphere, what container are they creating that's not getting the results that they want? We, we've probably all had those bosses yes. over time that, yes. of course, none currently might be those bosses. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. Like, how, if you are in management right now and mm -hmm. you're like, wait a minute, I do come at this from a place of fear. How can you kind of change that mindset to look at this in a different ma manner? Yeah, so I would really urge leaders to slow down. Just really taking mm -hmm. in slowing down. Because leadership externally is really how are you leading yourself? What are you telling yourself when things are uncertain? Do you clamp down? Do you mm -hmm. feel like you have to control? Does that show up as micromanaging people, needing to know the answers? I know so many people who run companies and feel so insecure when they don't know what the meeting's about. Right? It's very common. Mm -hmm. And they feel like they need to have the answers. So if they could just slow down, stop that voice in their head, just be with what's happening, you'll start to respond versus react. Right. Right. I know next week you're also going to talk about um, the leading from the future concept. Can you give us a sneak peek, maybe just a couple of quick steps that our listeners can take away? Yeah. So the first thing I would say is you really want to slow down. A lot of times we're reacting. Someone says something at work and it, what do we do about this? I know one guy who mentioned, um, I told my boss I didn't understand his point. And the manager said, what do you mean you don't understand? Right? We're asking low-level questions. Mm -hmm. That's not the conversation we want to be in. You want to ask higher-level questions. So slow down, ask better questions. Well, what support do you need? How can I help you? What issue are you facing? How can you start to lead from a place of inspiration versus blaming other people? Wow, that's right? really good. What about, I mean, because you are a, a, a business coach as well, a career coach, so where can people find out more and what kind of services do you provide people? Who, who's looking for a career coach these days? I would think a lot of folks. <laughs> so I would say it's a little bit more than career coaching. I'm not the person you would go to to find a new job. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a person who, how do you want to show up when you're creating your life? And how do you bring your vision to your business and expand upon it that way? So you can go to my website, thecuratedcoach.com. I'm actually really active on LinkedIn. So if you wanted to see some tips, you could just search Curated Coach Tips, and you would get tons of advice okay. for free on LinkedIn that I've already had. And send me an email, tarita at thecuratedcoach.com. Very good. So uh, November is Small Business Month here yes. at the Northern Kentucky Chamber. Yes. So we're asking all of our guests, what is that small business that you can't live without? So for me, it would have to be the baker's table. Mm. Uh, he, in Newport? In Newport, mm. when you talk about small businesses and how they've created that restaurant, you really do feel the love when you go there. As soon as you walk in, the atmosphere, the food, the people. And if I'm eating out, I want to be around people who I know have put care and attention into the food. So. Yes. That's brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Two restaurants so far. Yes. <laughs> now I'm officially hungry. All right. All right. Thank you so much. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Stick with us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Did you know the Northern Kentucky Chamber can help celebrate your business's grand opening, reopening, or new location with a ribbon cutting? To take advantage of this member benefit, contact the Chamber at 859-578-8800 and ask for Lynn Ablin. 
Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, and we're talking with some folks from People Working Cooperatively today. Randy Camp is the Communications and Marketing Director, and Ron Henline, excuse me, is the Corporate Communication Community Partnership at uh, PwC. Thank you guys for coming in. We appreciate it. All right, let's talk first of all for people who may not know what is People Working Cooperatively. Well, People Working Cooperatively is a 44-year-old nonprofit. Uh, we serve 18 counties, five in northern Kentucky, the rest in Ohio, uh, four in, in southeastern Indiana. And our mission is really simple. We work 24-7, 365 to keep low-income elderly disabled in their homes safe and healthy. Very we do good. that through a variety of services. You know, we do weatherization, we do critical repairs, we don't do anything cosmetic. So, you know, mm -hmm. people that uh, don't have heat, people that don't have a working toilet, people that have a, a hole maybe in their roof, uh, people just like you and me that worked hard their whole lives, but unfortunately later on something happened. Could have been a uh, bad cards in the way mm -hmm. of a disability that they might have got dealt. They could have been in a serious car accident right. or perhaps a work accident and their life just changes quickly. Right, so we're going to talk specifically about a couple of programs today. One that we're excited to learn about is Prepare a Fair. Yes, Prepare a Fair is PwC's largest volunteer event. Uh, so on November 16th, we'll have about 2,000 volunteers come out and they spread out across the community um, helping our clients and their neighbors get their homes ready for the winter by raking leaves, cleaning gutters, and that type of thing. So we have um, a lot of our clients are not able to do that for themselves. So while some of our volunteers might think raking leaves is easy, mm -hmm. I, can, I can totally do that. Not for everyone, um, yeah, right? it's yeah. not easy for everyone, so it can make a huge difference for those that we're helping. So are you still looking for those volunteers then? Absolutely. Um, we currently have about 120 teams signed up, mm -hmm. which will probably hit around 800 homes. Um, but we can always use more. Uh, we. We would love to have it be our biggest event ever. Kids need all the service hours. You might as well put exactly. them to work, right? If yeah. somebody wants to volunteer, how do they register to do that? You can visit our website at pwchomerepairs.org. Okay. Um, I was uh, just out, actually, this week at, at PwC at the Whole Home Innovation Center, which is this awesome place where all of the things that you need in a house that, you know, if you've come become suddenly disabled or if you, um, you know, you need a ramp, you need a, um, a you know, a, a safer bathtub or shower situation, it's amazing out there. And a lot of the people that you guys help are not only the, as you said, low-income, elderly, disabled, but also veterans as well. So let's talk about that and the Ramp It Up for Veterans telephone which is coming up on it is we're real excited actually about it starts about eight years ago when we actually were looking at our data um, and really sifting that down at who our clients were from around the, the greater Cincinnati area we were really shocked to find out that a huge piece of our waiting list was either a veteran or a surviving spouse mm. so eight years ago we started a campaign called ramp it up five years ago we kind of extended that with the help of uh, WCPO nine on our side uh, to offer a telethon and uh, this is our fifth year. It's going to take place on December the 5th between 4 and 8 p.m. on Channel 9. And basically, we've got about 40 veterans that are volunteering their time from all eras and all ages that will be answering the telephones. Every single dollar we have that night will go to a veteran or a surviving spouse or their child to help them keep them safe in their homes. Wow. And how many veterans do we have in our region? Our region has about 135,000 veterans in our MSA, which is 18 counties, and it's a very disproportionate age. Um, our average veteran in our area is about 65 years old, almost 66 now, as well as very disproportionate in disability. Uh, in the United States today, about 15% of the population has a disability. The veterans, about 30%, so almost twice as much. So there's a genuine need to assist those veterans. 
So uh, we talked about the telephone, telephone and prepare affair itself, and it's interesting. Uh, so how many, how many, Randy? Overall, families, houses, are do you expect to help during this big turnout for prepare affair? For prepare affair, um, we would love to get the number up to probably a thousand. It's amazing, though. So yeah, That's a, I mean, hi, huge impact. <laughs> it, it is. We have so many high schools and so many colleges. Yeah. You say, how do you do that? Well, what's our thirty seventh year? I think for our, for our prepare affair, and we have a lot of large corporations. Uh, you could just think of the top uh, Fortune one hundred companies, and and most of those volunteer and bring huge groups out mm -hmm. along with the high schools and college groups, as you mentioned, that need service hours. And it's easy. Let's be fair. It's easy for for those of us who are able mm -hmm. to rake some leaves, to clean some gutters. Mm -hmm. It's a great event. You can bring yeah. your kids. You can bring your dog and it's just a great way to build a lot of camaraderie. Yeah. We see an awful lot of parents come out with their kids mm -hmm. from, from sure. high school. It's a great way to spend a few hours with them and, and do something good in the community. And That's last year we fantastic. saw um, a wide variety of groups, um, which is always fun. Um, we saw a bike club who rode their bikes <laughs> to each house and had oh, their nice. rakes on them. And we had a motorcycle club doing the same thing. We also even had a group of uh, refugees who came out. Um, oh. So they're receiving help, and they came out to help their neighbors as well. Oh, Fantastic! Well, what great work you all are doing! Absolutely, and I, I'm telling you, you got to check out this innovation center. It, it really is like I'm, I'm looking around, like, oh my gosh, this would be this is something that, and it's not just for low income; it's for for anyone who needs it uh, out there That's as well. That's correct. Uh, PwC focuses on helping the low income, but with the uh, innovation center, we're hoping to reach the entire community on letting people know how they can stay safe and healthy. Yeah, and it's little things like if you need a, a railing for your front stoop or you know a grab bar for your shower it's those little things and they're all in the in a beautiful showroom so you got to check it out we do have our monthly questions here it's a fun <laughs> one okay so here you guys go what is that one small business you can't live without randy you want to go first um well we were thinking about it from a professional standpoint mm -hmm. um and we're gonna say scooter media yeah great creative minds and great partners for a long yes, time i know it's everyone the and they're they're helping us do our job better woman owned and they're very passionate about what they do beep, beep. they're very good they are as someone who has to deal with public relations uh firms from the uh, media end <laughs> you always know what you're going to get with scooter and it's always Absolutely. great all right yes. and, and i'm going to give you a very okay yeah we got one another well. one all all right. good one it's kind of an extension of what you talked about this is the best kept secret in bond hill and this is PwC's new social uh, enterprise, and it's called Whole Home. And this is our fee-for-service piece mm -hmm. of our business. And what's really unique about this is we now can do all of the modifications, whatever work you might need around your home, and you can pay us just like a traditional contractor, but every single dollar we make, we just give it away on the PwC side. So when you're using us, you're really helping somebody that really does need help and just can't afford it. So it's a great new business model. We're really excited. Uh, our goal is to, uh, you know, do it enormous amount of sales where we don't even have to ask the community for money we can raise our own and be very self-sustaining that's an awesome idea it really yeah, is great idea. well thank you guys so much thank i appreciate you. it best of luck with prepare affair and with the telethon as well here coming up very soon all right we have a bonus guest we have a bonus guest are we taking a commercial break first okay so i'm just going to tell you this i'll just say this it involves food right another topic that involves food on the podcast today <laughs> delicious so yeah. stick with us you don't want to go anywhere some uh, holiday recipes coming your way next 
Sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The LNN 55 Mortgage offers competitive rates, no PMI, and up to 100% financing. That's a mortgage that comes with peace of mind. Whether you're purchasing a new home or refinancing, you'll feel right at home with LNN. We're local, trusted, and we'll be here for you even after your closing. Call 800-292-2905 and get started on your 55 mortgage. LNN Federal Credit Union. Welcome home. Oh, we promised you a bonus guest, and we are delivering. Welcome now to Lori Pierce from Lula's for Lunch. Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming in. All right, first of all, i got to ask you about Lula's for Lunch. Tell us where you got this name. Well, Lula is the name my mother used to call me when she was mad at me. Oh, <laughs> like Lula, get in here and stir the spaghetti sauce. I started the company 14 years ago, and it was um, a, a baptism by fire. Mm-hmm. I've been in food my whole adult life, but... This company, uh, I was a legal firm wanted me, and I had to get legal really quick, and I had to think of a name really quick. And I love alliteration, and mm-hmm. Lula's for lunch just it's happened. Perfect. And just it rolls is, off the tongue. <laughs> well, I've changed it actually to Lula's Catering because I found out that lots of people thought that I was either a deli or I was limited to lunch, and the whole name of the company was Lula's for Lunch dot 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 and more catering. Mm-hmm. And uh, 14 years, it, it served me well, but. I figured out Lula's catering really Lula sticks describes it. Lula Lula sticks, and it is L U L A. That's another thing I would have done differently. Everybody (laughs) says Lulu, Lulu, and it's Lula. There you go. All right, well, Lori, I'm hoping to get some tips for the holidays. Um, I found out a few days ago from my family that I'm hosting Thanksgiving. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So, what is your favorite dish that you cook for the holidays? Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm gravy. Gravy. One of the hardest. I mean, honestly, if you think of Thanksgiving food, it is pretty simple. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's simple food. But gravy is the hardest one. Cook on Thanksgiving? I, we host our own, sadly. Gravy is not hard. Oh, it is, though, for, yeah. a, not, for a non-expert. Well, let me help. A non-Lula. Let me help you there. Okay, help me out. Gravy, gravy is... Um, Okay, we're talking lumps, right? Mm-hmm. Is that your issue? Yeah, it's right. not thick enough. <laughs> okay, so what everybody wants to do is take the broth from their turkey, yeah. take, take their giblets out yeah. and throw it in a pan and throw some water on it and throw whatever herbs you're rubbing on the turkey, mm-hmm. throw a little bit in there and boil that up. And you're going to need to probably supplement. Gravy is the most popular item, I think, um, at least in my family. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to... Um, take all of your uh, drippings and skim the fat. Now, this is something that I do ahead of time because I will take, I make turkeys Mm -hmm. all the time. And so I take my bones and I freeze them. And so I pull them out Hmm. and, well, I freeze the broth after I mess with the bones. I roast the bones and I I, um, freeze broth ahead of time. So I've always got one going and Mm -hmm. you don't have that. So the easiest thing to do is supplement with low sodium chicken broth with your drippings um, if you can find turkey broth fine but i find that usually it's not the same quality uh, chicken is so popular mm-hmm. so you can supplement um, but you want it off the fire and you want to take some of the broth right out of your can use the chicken broth and put it in a container and it will be cool, room temperature. You put your flour into that and whisk it, or while well, it's a, cool instead of a hot. fork works fine. And then, so your stuff, your your broth on the stove 
is warm, but it's not boiling, mm -hmm. okay? So once you've whisked your flour in, then you pour that in and whisk it until it comes to a simmer and you won't have any lumps. Now, I haven't talked to you any about any seasonings or anything, yeah. but the lumps seem to be everybody's Absolutely, issue. yeah. And if you incorporate your flour into room temperature or cold uh, liquid, then you're gonna eliminate those lumps. That's great. So help us look good for the holidays. What is like a really impressive, but simple, on the simple side, appetizer that we can prepare to either have at our homes or take oh somewhere? Any tips on that? Um, the easiest thing to do is chop up fresh, fresh parsley and nuts and any cheese ball or any, if you want to make a cream cheese mixture or a gournet, which is your borzan or your alouette, mm -hmm. those kinds, you can form those. I bet you've got molds at home that usually people have molds sitting around, um, maybe a Thanksgiving mold, and if it's for a larger mm -hmm. group, you can use one of those molds mm -hmm. and put just saran wrap in it and then dump your cheese in and, and uh, chill it. And then when you're done, you can pop it out and you pat your minced parsley and nuts on top. And so it's really pretty and you've done no cooking. It's not right. but intimidating. But it's fancy looking, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell us about the international festival that you've got uh, coming Ooh, up in March. Yes, um, I am the MC nice. for the Northern Kentucky International Festival. And I'm very excited about it. All kinds of restaurants are participating mm -hmm. and we're going to have celebrity judges and they're going to um, pick a winner in a couple different categories and you can actually buy bites uh, from the different restaurants you'll be able to graze as you enjoy dancing uh, from international troops mm -hmm. and um, other types of displays from the diversity that is northern Kentucky That's great we're a little more diverse than you think absolutely right, right. Um, so Lori, we were so lucky as a chamber staff that she catered lunch in to us a couple of months ago. So if we don't want to cook this holiday season, can we still book you? <laughs> you are so too late. Really? You're booked you, up? Oh, Thanksgiving, but uh, I still have availability in December for holiday For holiday holidays, stuff, yes. Parties. November is pretty much booked. Lula, because I'm all scratch. It's right. my two hands. Mm -hmm. Nobody touches the food but me. They're mm -hmm. all my recipes. Um, for instance, the bread in front of you that you can't eat. I really didn't think that through. It's just <laughs> We're going to eat it right I don't after. know what don't this worry. can't is. <laughs> it's happening. It's leftovers from today's I'll catering. I'll take it back here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, our uh, three-day wild yeast rosemary bread is homemade. The butter is homemade. It's a roasted garlic this time because it went really well. Everything is, is my two hands. And wow. so I book up, book out, and I don't bring in people just because I get busy. That's just not... At my business model. Your model, that's right. I care too much about what goes into your mouth. So. That's amazing. Well, you've got the monthly question now as well, which is, I mean, I know you are a small business, but besides Other than Lula's, <laughs> what is, is the one small business you can't do without? This is easy. Okay. Two's Farm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do cook a lot of turkeys then, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I, well, they have chicken as well. Mm -hmm. but the, the point around Thanksgiving, I just like to give them a plug. Although, they're not going to be small business for long if we keep, keep plugging that secret. Mm -hmm. uh, their turkeys are free range and fresh. And it's just a whole different animal. Well, I see oh, what you did there. Excellent work. Yeah. Like alliteration and puns as well. I love well, it. Well, no, that <laughs> doesn't. <laughs>
didn't plan that. That wasn't planned. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate it very much. Uh, and thank you to all of our guests today. Um, first of all, before we sign off, I want to remind you, we are not here next week. Mm -hmm. But that just vacation. means... Vacation. Jeremy's on vacation. Not basically. everyone, Jeremy. That's <laughs> enough. That is enough. Jeremy's on vacation, and since he is like 90% of the brains of this operation, uh, we're going to shut it down. <laughs> so, but in two weeks, we are back. Uh, we're going to be talking about Giving Tuesday. Uh, also, pretzels with a purpose. Mm -hmm. So, more food discussion. I'm yes. all about this. Marilyn from Yankee Doodle Deli is going to be here, and hopefully she'll oh, bring samples as well. Yes. I, I might co-host that week, Jeremy. <laughs> just, just in case. Yeah, just, just in case. case. And uh, once again, I would like to thank our title sponsor, CVG, our studio sponsor, the LNN Federal Credit Union, and all of our guests today as well. Uh, thank you to Jeremy behind the scenes. Ben in absentia. We're still going to thank him for all that he does <laughs> as well. And Dawn, you're welcome anytime. Thank you, Kevin. Anytime. It is fun. Well, thank you. And again, once again, once again, hit subscribe, share, listen to each and every one of these. If you hit subscribe, you know exactly when the podcast launches. So uh, that's the benefit there. Thank you for watching and listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.